Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, October 1st, 2020. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Thursday, that can mean only one thing. Steve Wolfong, Director of Recruiting for 24-7 Sports, has joined us. Steve, it is a glorious day in the Midwest. Yeah, good morning, Daniel. Only a few more weeks that we can comfortably play golf before we have to put our sticks away for the year. My sticks are in constant hibernation because I have children. We needed some help for the show today, so we went to the boards, and you people have come through as always. A host of questions for Steve Wolfong on the recruiting side. Many of them focus on an individual from your state, Zen Mikulski, offensive lineman. He was a Louisville commitment. He has since decommitted, and the crystal balls are rolling heavily towards Columbus. Your thoughts on Zen in terms of his college choice and what you think of him as a prospect? Well, Zen um, Mikulski is a guy that's really transformed his uh, his body. I mean, when, we, when he jumped on our – I got to give credit to my colleague, Alan True, for kind of digging him out and, and finding him. But he's a guy that, you know, has had an incredible transformation um, from being a tight end uh, – into developing into what's kind of been a ferocious offensive lineman on film, particularly as a senior. Um, if, if you go to his, his Twitter, you can see, uh, you know, May 1st, 2019 to May 22nd, 2020, he went from six foot five and a half, 238 to six foot six, 281 pounds with his chest being, you know, bigger than his belly, which is, how I told my wife, I'm going to live the rest of my life. You turn on the film and, Zen, and Zen's having a terrific senior season. There's not a block he can't make. He has terrific feet. He's athletic. He can bend. He can move. You see him smoothly getting out to the second level and paving the way uh, uh, for his, his running backs. Uh, plays the game with a mean streak. And, and uh, uh, they've played against Cincinnati Elder and, and, and teams this year where Ohio State's been able to get a good read on him on film now he he lives in indiana but he lives uh you know much closer to louisville than he does uh indianapolis um but uh yeah uh, the ohio state offer certainly moved the needle he reopened the process this week and the expectation is he'll ultimately be in ohio state's class and uh, this is a guy that obviously already loves working out so i expect him to uh ultimately be one of mickey Mirati's favorites when it's all said and done Next topic, another big offensive lineman, Tristan Lee. Plenty of questions. Northern Virginia native. I cut my teeth covering high school football in Northern Virginia, and LSU literally had no presence there. 
if Tristan watched football this past weekend, he saw that Joe Burrow is no longer there, and that affects the overall deal. I could be wrong. I could be biased. Your vibe on the latest. The question is, Tristan is considering coming to the Buckeye Bash. Do you think he'll be there? And do you think the goings on the field will affect his decision? Well, U.S. Or, I mean, LSU uh, lost more than Joe Burrow. They lost 14 draft picks, and uh, so that's a lot to, to replace. And then they had several guys opt out, uh, to my knowledge, or what I recollect. So uh, that was a lot to uh, overcome coming into the season. We'll see how they bounce back from a loss to Mississippi State in week one. But uh, LSU, uh, look, their head coach, we, we talk all the time about how hard Ryan Day works it on the trail and how important it is for him to build relationships with, with top targets. There's only a handful of guys that I think – do it as well as Ryan Day, but Ed Orgeron's certainly one of them. I mean, recruiting is a point of emphasis for LSU and for Ed Orgeron, and and Coach O isn't going to be outworked when it comes to connecting with guys that are top targets for LSU. And Tristan Lee was a top target for LSU really before almost every other blue-chip school in in, in the country, and I think that's paying off for LSU. And now we live in the social media age where it's easier uh, for coaches to get to know prospects and uh, through FaceTime and virtual visits and Zooms and all of that. And he's been to LSU several times, so he's got a lot of connections there, and, and there's no question the family loves Baton Rouge and the idea of playing at LSU uh, for a program where uh, he's felt like a priority for years. He's been to Ohio State. He went to the Penn State game last year. Ohio State's in the top five. Ohio State was the program that made the biggest move during Zoom season. Um, uh, the taught uh, the opportunity to talk with coach stud often uh, about offensive line play uh, I think resonated and, and certainly Ryan Day did his thing but Ohio State had a lot of ground to make up at that point when Zoom season started which is basically when the pandemic started uh, just what I call it a Zoom season um, you know Clemson LSU and, and, and some of those other programs were out in front Oklahoma and Ohio State have made a move in this recruitment I think Ohio State still has uh some, some ladder to climb if they're going to land Tristan Lee, but he's genuinely interested in the Buckeyes and has some relationships with some of their recruits. So, you know, we'll see what happens as, as the process continues. If Tristan Lee comes to the Buckeye Bash, I think we enter a different level for his recruitment. And I just don't see LSU for a Northern Virginia kid. I could be wrong in the end, but we will see. Speaking of another recruit we've discussed on a routine basis, Chipmung, question. Any news on Derek Davis Jr. and his recruitment? I don't have anything definitive there. I just know that Ohio State remains a major player. I know that LSU and and Georgia are a couple programs that have turned it on and are programs that that they have great interest in as well. Um, I know that there was talk about getting on the road and seeing some schools um, here uh, on their own. Um, But he he, he starts his own season here soon, too, or – or just started it. I need to go back and look. I didn't check to see if he had film yet, but um, I think Ohio State has always been in it. He's had a high interest in the Buckeyes, but I don't have anything definitive on who the leader is right now. The class of 2021, obviously highly ranked for Ohio State. It remains that way. Can you give us who you think is an underrated offensive recruit and an underrated defensive recruit? Man, I don't see too many underrated guys in this Ohio State class. There's a lot of exposure with these young men and a lot of eyeballs on them. And a lot of these guys are ranked high. 
You know, I think you could say Travian Henderson is a guy that is ranked number 10, I believe, in the top 247. I'd be hard-pressed to find nine guys with better film than him. The running back, so hard to rank a running back number one overall. Uh, but Travian Henderson's film and profile is off the charts, and it doesn't hurt that he's extremely smart, too. Uh, and so he is 100% the total package um, of a recruit. Um, uh, I'm kind of scrolling through the list. The defensive recruit underrated. Um, I mean, I think that, you know, I don't know, Dan. It's, uh, I think a lot of these guys are ranked high, man. And, They're and, properly and so rated. That's, that's, the, that's the caliber of class that Ohio State has. There's not sometimes there's a guy that I could point to that I like more than my colleagues, and I could easily point to that person. Uh, but this go around, it you know, I, I feel like we're we're on the same page with a lot of the Ohio State guys. I think maybe a guy like Andre Turntine, but I don't know. You know, <laughs> I think it's a it's a good looking class. Yeah, my vote is for Mike Hall. I think Mike Hall is going to be a dominant force in college. We agree, and, and with that, I think. You know, you see my call in our top 100 and the number four defensive tackle. But, yeah, certainly uh, maybe we're a couple spots off. And the thing to love about my call more than anything is I think he's like one of the youngest defensive tackles in this class and theoretically could be a 2022. Yeah, I'm not even worried about his rating. Being the fourth rated at any position is acceptable. I just think that when you get him in a program like Ohio State and get him with the Mick, potential is endless. They haven't really had a werewolf dominant two-way interior lineman sometimes, so that would be awesome. We're going to take a quick break, come back, tackle some more questions. Grab your VIP pass. We're delving into the secretive world of Formula One. Behind the scenes with two of the sport's biggest names, Mercedes and Williams. This is not coal mining, this is Formula One motor racing. As they build their new cars. We want to be so much further ahead. We're in permanent racing mode. And face shocking headlines. Here's Lewis Hamilton moving away from Mercedes. I'm Joseph Fiennes and this is F1 back at base. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Steve, we are back. You had to decide between Kyle McCord and J.J. McCarthy. One, who has looked better to you in evaluations? Two, who would you pick as your quarterback and why? And I'm not trying to cop out of this answer, but these guys have been close for us the entire cycle. And uh, um, you know, Kyle McCord's as physically imposing as there a quarterback in this class with an accurate arm and, and spins it well. Um, JJ McCarthy uh, has been a big time winner uh, on the high school level as well. Uh, just has a whippy natural uh, throwing motion to him. I've seen him have electric camps uh, throughout the course of, of his deal. And, and I, I truly think that um, both those programs have gone out this cycle and landed two of the best in the country. And, and you guys know that I'll, shoot you straight at the position and I've taken some scrutiny over some guys in the past that I wasn't as high on as, as the industry uh, w- with some of the guys Ohio State's recruited at, at the position. Um, but I, I really like J.J. McCarthy and I really like Kyle McCord and certainly it'll be interesting to track because obviously Ohio State rolled with Kyle McCord and, and they had a 
chance to, to land several guys at the position uh, we're near the top of almost every highly ranked quarterback in this class's list uh, at, at one point back in the spring two years ago. I got a couple of questions I want to ask to finish up here, but one I was remiss. There was a question about Zen Mikulski's quality of high school competition that can often determine whether or not the guy redshirts or not. What's it like down there? Well, it's not that strong uh, in his area or conference, but like I said, they, they played Elder uh, this year, which is obviously a, a top-notch program in the state of Ohio. But most O-lines typically redshirt anyway. You know, obviously there's – if you're a program like Ohio State, maybe a, fr- a freak comes along every now and again that can push his way into the lineup and, and not redshirt. But at a program like Ohio State, when you're accustomed to winning 12, 13, 14 games a year, offensive lineman is typically the hardest position to crack uh, uh, for a young player. So – I don't know if I would put those expectations on any of these guys that are committed to Ohio State at the position, uh, even though we expect you know a lot of these guys to eventually be pros. Let's finish with this. You recently spoke to Travion Henderson. He got his All-American jersey. No ceremony at his school. No football at his school. So it's been a weird existence for him this fall. Can you give us a sense of what you thought of Travion when you spoke to him and what he said about Ohio State and maybe the Buckeye bash that's coming up. He's a unique guy. And, and so, it, it, like, like we kind of talked about in the first segment, a 4.0 kid um, that, you know, he's, he, he, he's the number one ranked running back in the country. And, and while he feels that that is deserved, he also knows that it means nothing when he gets to Ohio State. And he talked about that and that, being the number one ranked running back in, in the country is not where he wants to peak. And, and, and so he, he knows that the next thing is, you know, how can he get better from being 18 to 21 years old, which will then, you know, catapult him into the NFL, which he still won't be a complete product at the, at that point. And, and there'll always be things to learn, even if it's on the mental side from a, just being prepared uh, for how defenses are going to play him. And, and, and so Ohio State's getting a worker, and they're getting a guy that's hungry. And uh, um, he's certainly one of the uh, – um, he, he's certainly one of the bell cows of this class and, and a guy that I do expect to be instant impact in, in, in Columbus, um, and, and he does too. And it really stinks that he's not getting a senior season because he'd be running wild this year. Um, as he did last year, um, but he's going to, you know, he hopes to play in the All-America Bowl and then enroll early at Ohio State and have a great spring camp and go go from there. The last time Ohio State won the championship, their running back was the best player in the college football playoff. We can only hope that's part of Travion Henderson's future. We can only thank Steve Wolfong for stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Take care, y'all. See you on the front row. You deserve the truth. The enemy is at our gates. The fight for humanity. I look at your faces. I do not see defeat. No! And I do not see surrender is far from over. You will not make that stand alone. We have something the enemy does not. 
We have heroes. Halo. New season now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus.